0: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. So I was in a meeting the other day, and on Zoom, of course, and we were talking uh, about what we were up to, what we needed to do, usual meeting kind of stuff. When one person said, now that COVID is over, Unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, um, I missed my opportunity to unmute and point out just how wrong she was. COVID is still around, it's still deadly, and we here at the cathedral are still uh, masking and keeping our distance from one another. But today, uh, at the 10 o'clock service, we will worship uh, indoors for the first time in a while. And uh, we're beginning to plan for what life is going to look like after COVID. And I imagine that the disciples in today's gospel were hanging about and wondering what life was going to look like for them after Jesus' death. They didn't have a pandemic to worry about, obviously, but but they had lost uh, their leader, their friend, um, their teacher. And they were scared to death that the authorities were going to come for them next. And to top it off, they were getting all of these strange stories of Jesus sightings in different parts of the area. And then there he was standing among them. Peace be with you." So here we are on the third Sunday in Easter and the tomb is empty. Jesus is on the move, stirring up the disciples and reminding them of what they have been shown and what they've been taught. You are witnesses to these things. Barry is an environmentalist, a farmer, a poet, and his poetry speaks to lives of radical humility, simplicity, and community. And his poem, The Mad Farmer's Manifesto, the last line speaks to me so clearly in this season of Easter, and our call to follow this risen Jesus. Practice resurrection. Barry is reminding us that in a world of shiny new things that we need to invest our time differently to spend our time and our lives following God. When Barry says practice resurrection he is asking us to remember that we too like the disciples in that room, are witnesses to Christ's resurrection. Practicing resurrection is obeying Jesus' call to love one another as we are so loved. Barry writes, love the Lord, love the world, work for nothing, take all you have and be poor, love someone who doesn't deserve it, Ask the questions that have no answers. Expect the end of the world. Laugh. Laughter is immeasurable. Be joyful, though you have considered all the facts. Practice resurrection. Practicing resurrection is about he- how we, the people of God, live together in hope in this world. It's taking heart. The Easter story of the resurrection, a message of Jesus Christ transforming us and transforming the world. We are being shown a new way of life and how to live it on a daily basis. It's a affirmation of God's love for all of humanity. And we are being invited to work with God in transforming this weary old world. Follow me and I will make you fish for men. Do unto others as you would have done unto you. You give them something to eat. Even on the last night of Jesus' life, he washed the disciples' feet, he fed them bread and wine, and told them to love one another as they had been so loved. Giving the disciples and us concrete ways to live and be together, practical and specific things that would go on teaching us what we needed to know even when Jesus was no longer around to teach us. So recently, I saw that there um, is a new book out, um, and it's called The Post-Quarantine Church. And it's advertised as a book that will serve as a personal consultant to help prepare your church for the post-quarantine world and identify opportunities for your congregation. So maybe I'm becoming a bit cynical in my old age, Um, but I don't think we need that book. We know how to be the church in the post-quarantine world. And truth be told, we probably knew in the pre-quarantine world also. But now we are being forced into rethinking how we always did things. And the way forward for the church is not necessarily just going back to the way things were. So, and I know you all know this, there's a children's rhyme, which is not going to work very well in the video, but it's, here's the church, here's the steeple, open the doors, and there's the people. And practicing resurrection is not about that, not about that building. As beautiful as the building may be, what we're talking about are the people inside that building and outside that building. And even when our doors were closed, we were the church reaching out into the community sharing of our bounty working to ensure that no one would go hungry or thirsty and that folks had warm blankets on a cold night that is practicing resurrection loving each other as we are so loved looking into the face of others and seeing jesus so As we begin to return to this post-quarantine church that the author writes about, the question will be for us, will we remember that we, you and I, are the church and that we are being called to practice resurrection, to participate with God in repairing the world? How are we being called as a church to practice resurrection? How are you being called? How am I being called? We are Easter people called to explore what it means or might look like to be the church in new ways. Is it finding ways to do more for those experiencing homelessness in our midst? Is it working with others to support and advocate for racial and economic justice? Is it expanding our food ministries? What might the church look like if we put our faith into action? The theologian Verna Dozier wrote, she didn't care what it was that we believed. But what difference does it make what we believe? How do we practice resurrection in our communities and in our world? What would it look like if we truly believed that we too are witnesses to Christ's resurrection and lived each moment and each day of our life with that knowing that surety of christ's living presence in our lives loving one another as we are so loved knowing that our lives have been transformed by his life as easter people We are called to be witnesses to Christ's presence in our thoughts, our words, and our deeds. We can do no less. Love the Lord. Love the world. Practice resurrection. Let us say the Nicene Creed together.